Let's go in-depth on Iowa State with the Des Moines Register. It's time for Cyclone Insider, powered by G-MIG's 5th Street Pub on 1460 KXNO. All right, welcome to Cyclone Insider. Short show this week because of the St. Louis Cardinals against who? The Phillies. Ah, oh, the, the blasted Phillies. Go Cardinals. Um, Randy Peterson and his chipper self is here. Hello, Randy. Hi, I'm always chipper. I know. That's why I, that's why I said oh, that. I pre- okay, I thought you had that your tongue firmly. Why would I be sarcastic? I, Because I, you've been around me so much? I don't know. This is true. <laughs> uh, hello, Tommy. Nice of you to grace us with your presence this week. You you act like I'm never here. <laughs> it's baseball season. You're down at Principal Park that's a lot. That's true. When I are the Cubbies ex- back in town? Uh, they come back to town on Thursday. All right. So, it's a quick series. Four days. Five games, day night doubleheader Saturday. I haven't been down there Those yet. Those are the this best. Year. Oh boy, those day night doubleheaders. I haven't been down there yet. Do they play Saturday night at home. Yeah, day night doubleheader. Right. So, oh, uh, speaking of what we were talking about, not listening to what your people saying. That's what he just said. I just assumed Chris. Never well, I didn't know if it was just I... like two days. They they play like the weird times too. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh thought I needed to ask. It's been a weird season. <laughs> yeah, so like I, I never know when they're playing because there's been rain and yeah. They, I mean, opening day they had that double header, and then the last homestand they had that game that started in the morning, which was really weird. So, I might take Cammy there Saturday night. I'm taking her to her first Barnstormers game on Friday. I just went to a Barnstormers game. Saw Grant Rohach yeah. get some playing time. All right. Former Cyclone. Monte Morris coming up here in about 10 minutes. Monte Morris was a Cap City League all-star. You guys were both at the Cap City League on Sunday night. What were your impressions, Randy? (laughs) I mean, it's Um, limited on Iowa State, guys. Yeah, because I don't think there are going to be more than four guys play. I mean, Shayok's not going to play. Solomon Young's not going to play. Babb's not playing, obviously. Lard's not playing. Zion Griffin's not playing. Condit, I don't know when he'll be here. I mean, he's yeah, in town. he's playing for Puerto Rico. Well, they're done. They're done. Oh, they are now. done. They're yeah. done. Yeah, he's I in forgot town. about that. So that's six right there. Um, I, Terrence Lewis looked looked good, he, um, but I want to caveat they're playing against you know who, nobody. Um, Taylor Horton Tucker looks like he needs to get in the weight room a little bit. Yeah, um, freshman. Yeah, yeah. And Halliburton looked okay, and he needs to get in the weight room a little bit too for reasons opposite of. Taylor Norton Tucker, um, Michael Jacobson was Michael Jacobson. You know, I like him. I like his game. Mm-hmm. He's going to be good. He's not. He doesn't need all the headlines. He's not a. He's not a star type player. He's the the the. What's the word? Garbage um, man. Garbage. I was going to try to think of another. Yeah, another word. But yeah, he's he's the guy that that uh, the if there's anything blue collar, he's he, if there's any blue collar, he's it. Hmm. I mean, it's it's. Yeah, it's fun to watch him. I like him. Is that league in trouble? Because, Tommy, the Iowa just pulled their guys out of that primetime league. Yeah, I think it's think, always going to be Cap a worry. Will the Cap City League be here in two years? I don't know. That's If I had to pick a guess, I would say no, just because. That's a bummer. <clears throat> you're looking at now to college teams have more time to work with guys during the summer. Um, just the drive of having to come down to to Des Moines all the time, and just the sheer fact that you're having to worry about guys getting hurt. I think um, there's there's too much risk right now, and I think 
what's keeping that league alive is the fact that you do have Iowa State there. That's what draws. I mean, that well, opening yeah, if night. You, if you pull if, the Iowa State guys the out. The second Iowa State gets pulled from that league, that league is done so. So... Well, in theory, it could still exist, but you're not going to have 100 people yeah, showing up not to watch be it or same, 200 which or whatever. Is, which would be sad to see, not just because it is a cool way to see Iowa State guys and to get your first look at some of the newcomers. But, man, I grew up in Des Moines. I remember the Cap City League when all the Corver brothers mm-hmm. played together during a game. Um, Remember the night that Royce came back and Brackens came back yeah, and Kyle I mean, Corver and they like that place was packed. You there, couldn't even get a seat. There have been some really cool things that have happened in that league, so you hope it keeps going. But to a certain degree, you kind of understand the Iowa State perspective of just one the hassle and two um, the risks that come with having to keep sending guys down and and playing in games in Des Moines. Um. Randy, do you have anything to add to that before we move on? I'd just say Derek Hanna's done a very good job with it. Um, it would be it'd be too bad if it would go away, but but yeah, I don't I don't see it. I was actually I thought it might have gone away after last year. Yeah. Um, you know, as soon as the NCAA changed that rule, I mean, essentially, you you know, coaches can work out guys anytime they want to. Essentially, there's there's some caveats in there, but um, as soon as the NCAA changed that rule a while back, I figured that it would be um, just a matter of just a matter of time. And if you've got even a little bit of an injury, I mean, you know, you know, like Shayak's like got a sprained ankle. I mean, he could play another three weeks or so probably, but why risk it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, Solomon Young's been cleared from his meniscus, so he could play, but why risk it? Mm-hmm. Um, it's good pub. I mean, there is a benefit for Iowa State in terms of it generates a little bit added interest. I mean, it's interest that's already there because obviously those people – are going to to watch Iowa State, which you know players, which means they're already interested in Iowa State. But it is free advertising. It's a good way to get your brand out there, get people to meet these guys, and say, okay, I'm gonna come, uh, I'm gonna come up to Ames to watch uh, Taylor Horn Tucker because you know my ten year old son got to meet him at a Cap City League game and fell in love with him and wants to go cheer him on. So yeah. there is a benefit for for Iowa State to keep it going, but I think. The risks kind of outweigh all that positive. All right, I'll oh, go ahead. No, I was I was going to move on to James Kane. Okay, are you good with that, or do you have more? No, 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 no. I'm fine. Yeah, we'll Iowa State makes its uh, higher. Doesn't really surprise anybody. Uh, James Kane comes over from Dayton uh, to be Steve Prohm's new assistant coach. My th- he reminds me a lot of Neil Barry, without question. Who he's replacing—that's my biggest. <laughs> and thing. I've never talked to him, but I've, I know people that know him. Yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah, and and it's Steve Prome is not unlike any coach in the country. You want to hire people you're comfortable with. Steve Prome could have gone two ways. He could have hired an assistant coach with ties to the Upper Midwest, which they really don't have right now. Danielle is more of a mm-hmm. Midwest guy with ties mm-hmm. to the Upper Midwest, or. It, um, but I'm not certain Steve knew any of those guys as close as he knows James Kane. And there's another tie to the South. So I mean, and, and I don't know. Um, I'm not saying what Steve Prom does is wrong because it's been successful. So um, it'd be interesting to see um, I, I, what Prom said a couple of weeks ago at um, one of those availabilities before before his first um, basketball camp two weeks ago. We were talking about James Kane, and and he couldn't confirm anything there. But he said he said something about and I'm just going off the top of my head here that 
that he would, if it was James Kane, James Kane, he would start out recruiting in the South because that's his wheelhouse. But then gradually work up, work up north, um, you know, a little bit. So we'll see how we'll see how that goes. Yeah, Kane was at Murray for six years. Uh, went to Dayton. Went with to his, Florida. Yeah, he yeah. attended Florida. Yeah. Graduated there in '05. Prom hired him at Murray in '11. Mm-hmm. Guy went to um, Dayton for a year with Anthony Grant, who kind of got him into the coaching business. And he did tell me that he started to recruit like Cincinnati and Chicago and those areas a little bit while he was at Dayton, but he was only there for a year, so it's enough to kind of plant some seeds. But yeah, uh, and the, the South mid- is, is, but and you kind of look at the Midwest is already someplace that Iowa State's done really well with. Yeah, with, I mean Chicago, Chicago area. But to me, it's no different than you look at what Matt Campbell did with the football staff and just surrounding himself with guys from Toledo. And you're kind of seeing a lot of that with, uh, you know, Steve Prohm. And I mean, minus from, McMahon, the head coach at Murray, this is Steve Prohm's Murray State staff now at Iowa State. Exactly. Yeah. And I remember Matt Campbell just got ripped yeah. apart when he first did that. And you're like, you know what? If you're going to hire Matt Campbell based off of what he did at Toledo, why not let him bring the guys that he had success with there? And I think that's a lot of what Steve Prohm is doing is, you know, looking at the success that he had at Murray State, bringing that over here, and hoping it continues to work here too. If he's got a comfort level with it, why not? Yeah. You know, and Prom does recruiting anyway. He's the he's the 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 starting the starting. He starts. He he's the middle guy and he closes. Um. So yeah, he does a lot of the recruiting. Monte Morris, he'll join us next here on 1460 KXNO. Everything you need to know about Iowa State, it's Cyclone Insider with the Des Moines Register, powered by G-Migs Fifth Street Pub on 1460 KXNO. All right, welcome back. St. Louis Cardinals baseball coming up here in about 20 minutes or so. It is Cyclone Insider with the Des Moines Register here on 1460 KXNO. Randy Peterson, Tommy Birch join me, and we go to the phones right now and talk to one of the greatest players in the history of Iowa State basketball, now in the NBA, Monte Morris. Hey, Monte, long time no talk. How are you, my man? I'm good, man. How y'all doing? We're doing very well here in the in the state of Iowa. What a, what's going on with you this summer? Just catch everybody up on the life of Monte Morris. Uh, nothing. Just uh, just been working hard and just uh, just trying to get ready for summer league and like put on a lot of muscle and just be ready to perform. That's about it. Monte, how big of a summer is this going to be for you? Because it looks like with Devin Harris becoming a free agent now, that kind of opens up a big opportunity for you to possibly get that backup point guard role. Or are you looking at this summer as a big opportunity to, I guess, kind of show your stuff and, and get that job? Yeah, for sure. I mean, coaches know what I can bring to the table now. They don't watch me this whole like summer like up there in the gym and just uh seeing how much I've grown since the beginning of the year last year when I got drafted so um they want me to go out there and just be me you know they say they trust me trust in my ability they want me to go out there try to lead summer league and assist and also get mine scoring my three-point shot is is that like my best I ever shot it and uh yeah man I'm just looking forward to the opportunity and not getting too high, too low, and just showing everybody I can go out there and run a team and win. So, Mate, before we get into talking about your camp, I want Linda Wigginton recently 
pulled out of the draft. Um, your thoughts? Yeah. Your thought? Your thoughts on that? Uh, I mean, either or. Like I was saying earlier, like this year wouldn't with him coming back not going to hurt his stock as far as next year and the year after. Whenever he plan on going to the NBA, the NBA will always be there. Uh, the kid can play. Um, you know, he just want to come back and uh, go at it one more time, which isn't a bad idea. So, you know, I was a fan of either or, but he'll be set, you know, <laughs> after he's done playing whenever that is at Iowa State. So. Uh, you, after playing for Steve Prohm for a couple years, what do you yeah. what do you think that Lindell will gain from that second year uh, under Coach Prohm uh, and that system and to get him ready for where you're at now? Yeah, I just told him to just try to, you know, uh, spend more time with Coach Prom like I did, uh, get to know each other as a person. That's one thing me and uh, me and Coach Prom had in common. We were so close on and off the court, so it was easy to uh, talk to each other on the court, know what we like to do on the court and things like that. So I just talked talk to him um and just tell him to try to grow as much as he can with Coach and the rest of take care of himself. Monte, so can like, yeah. Monte, you played at the next level. You played with uh, some of these guys on the Iowa State roster. Uh, you've watched a ton of Iowa State basketball even uh, during this year out. When you look around the roster and uh, kind of get a good look at this Iowa State team, what guys on that roster do you watch and say, man, that guy could play in the NBA? He uh, these guys have what it takes. Uh, you mean this upcoming uh, season? Yes. Yeah. Uh, uh, I would say aggressive Nick Bad for sure. He got a lot of stuff you can't teach. Wendell Wigginson for sure. Uh, Merrill Shyot, uh from Virginia. He scored the ball with the best of them. Good defender. Uh, Cameron got a chance, man. He he come back with his head straight. You know, he got a great chance. Um, I like uh, Tally. Well, Taylor from uh, Chicago, I hear a lot of good stuff about him. Seeing his body, he got an NBA body, uh, you know, with his long arms and things like that. You know, it's stacked, man. Um, it's going to be a good year if they attack it the right way and and just, you know, everybody know their roles and things, things like that. And if Wendell and Bab can lead the way up front, with that experience with Cam back there and Solomon, it should be a fun year. I'm excited and uh, definitely looking forward to finishing better than than last in the conference. So, Monte, you've got your camps coming up yeah. next next month. Can you just talk about that a little bit? What do you hope to be able to teach the kids? Are you really? I'm just looking at this now. First graders, is that right? Yeah, man. What are you going to yeah, teach a first man. grader? Got to teach him how to dribble. A lot I guess. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a lot you can teach. You can teach kids, man, you know. So, uh, you know, the the main thing is with me, I just want everybody to just know how hands-on I am with children. Uh, you know, I love children. And uh, I was around that age when I started picking up a basketball and started to get love for it. So, you know, why not teach the kids at camp? And uh, I'm just looking forward to them just knowing, growing with me, you know, as a person. I'm going to have people there, speakers there that, that then coached me coming up when I was age and things so they can get a whole different, you know, aspect of Monte Morris and just not stuff you see or stuff I post, uh, just how I was when I was their age. So it'll be a good overall, 
you know, learning and learning more about me, which I'm looking forward to. Was there a camp you went to when you were a kid that you were like, oh, my God, that was that was a ton of fun. I learned an absolute ton from being there. Um, I mean, a lot. Like, uh, me being young, I would go to, like, I think Lee's camp, uh, Morris Peterson camp, and Flint, and things like that. But sure. it was more so – it was more so like the way they went about being pros and things like that. But um, I'd say I learned a lot on court from like Chris Paul camp and things like that. But you know, growing up young, you know, you just want really want to focus on basketball. But like I want I want this camp to be more so basketball. But yeah, like I want to get in a, a, a day in the life of a professional athlete and everything like that. So. It's more than basketball, what I'm trying to do with the kids and things. So, but it. Monte, I'm I'm just curious about being a being a two way player like you were. Um, the NBA is kind of getting getting used to this. This is still a new thing. Is that, did you enjoy that? I mean, is there an aspect of you to the the was it stressful ever going back and forth like you were? How, how was that experience like for you last season? Uh, I mean, if anybody knows me, man. Uh, you know, I love playing basketball, so wherever basketball takes me, I will never lose confidence in myself, and I took it. You know, a lot of guys I would see playing NBA, and then they get sent down, and I'll play against them. I'll be like, they not playing with, like, the same fire, same urgency. Like, it's a like it's a punishment. You know, it's not yeah. a punishment when they send you down, you know. Uh, but everybody don't think the way I do or other people. So, um, you know, I took it as an advantage to go down there and keep – Stay sharp on my skills because you just honestly don't know. Like, I didn't know if Jamal would have had a season injury or Devin Harris. I would have had to step up and be ready. And if I would have went down there slow poking and BSing, it would have definitely showed. But, yeah. um, you know, I I tried to go down there and get better. I met a lot of people, you know, from the Houston organization, you know, that love me, love my hard work. And, you know, Denver show love too. And, you know, hopefully, you know, some things change around here. Yeah, would it was there ever a part of you that was like, Man, I should have gone I, I wish I was in Europe or is does it keep uh, you sharp knowing how close you are to be calling up to the association? Yeah, I mean, uh I never thought about Europe, honestly. Uh yeah. You it never like one thing about me, once something is already done, I'll never try to go back and I was like, Man, if I would have did this and that, I just try to take my talent head on and just go from there um man you can always say man what if i would have went undrafted and things like that but i just try to honestly just try to stay with my task at hand and knock it down little by little man so yeah yeah that's where i was at the whole year and uh i had fun i had fun in the g league met a lot of players uh played with some good players but i just played my talents during that league where I mean, I wasn't the predominant ball handler the entire year, and I still averaged like six, eight, six to close seven assists a game, almost twenty points a night on a stacked team. That you know, so yeah. uh, I feel like I could have dominated more if I was with a different team with less talent. Which it was a lot of teams in that league that maybe had one, two guys that was the initiators, and you know they was gonna get all the shots. So you know, I was on a team with seven, eight guys that was shooting. 12 to 15 times a night, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. 
Yeah, well, I, I, you know, I feel like that G League. I feel like the G League's really catching on. It just seems it, the two way players help, yeah. and I, I think it helps having the a lot of the names are you know with the organizations. They're directly correlated with an NBA franchise. Do the players feel that? Does does the G League have more credence than it did maybe five years ago? Yeah, I mean, a lot of guys have stayed in the league and played in it. Like you know, I was guarding guys like Donald Sloan. He was in, he was a uh, Alonzo G, like a lot of guys that's been around the league, been in and out the league. You got guys fighting for jobs. You got guys that's trying to get back. Like I played against Kendrick Perkins, and I'm like, man, I remember watching you on the Celtics. Like, just it's just basketball, man. You enjoy playing basketball. If you got love for it, I mean, you'll you'll see the G League getting better and better. Two three years from now, I feel like the G League could be. We wouldn't see a lot of Americans go over to Europe, you know, but uh, it is what it is. I feel like I paid my dues there, and, uh, yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready and uh, to play in the big league for sure. You know, Coach Malone expresses that. You know, I'm an NBA player. You know, he want me up all 82 next year and uh, ready to get this thing rolling. So I'm excited for Vegas and getting everything started. We'll be watching, Monte. Uh, you want to plug that camp one more time? Yeah, uh the camp, you know, be in Ankeny, July 28th uh, and 29th, and come out. We have a great time. I got autographs, pictures, and, you know, the whole nine yards. But I'm looking forward to everybody. Registration is up right now on my Instagram and official website. So look forward to see everybody. All right. Thanks for your time, Monte. Best of luck this summer. Yeah. Appreciate Appreciate you guys. Yep. Thanks, Monte. Monte Morris. Uh, former Cyclone, now of the Denver Nuggets. Big season coming up for him. Yeah, if you kind of feel like that for a lot of these guys. For, you know, George and Naz. George becomes a free agent. I, I've been talking to him off and on the last couple of weeks. He becomes. A, he told me last night he becomes a free agent on July 1st. Okay. So you know, He seems like another two-way guy. I mean, oh, he, yeah. he'll probably get another two-way deal probably. somewhere. Yeah, I mean, he's just hanging out in Salt Lake right now. But. His his it seems like Niang's the type of guy not just with his versatility and locker room presence, he's always going to have a job. He's going to to be around the league, whether it's the G League or the NBA, just kind of bouncing around for a long, long time. the The key for him is is he going to want to go overseas and really cash in and make some serious money? At some point, do you not? And I don't know the answer to this because I've never been an athlete on this level. But contrary to popular opinion, but um, at some point, does bouncing around get old, and you have to go prove to yourself that you can play? You know, I mean, if what if what, what it looks like right now is that Matt Thomas made a great decision. Well, for his pocketbook, I'm sure he did. Exactly. I mean, he probably the only decision he had to make. When those but, guys have a two way deal, and I don't know the economics of this, maybe you do. Do you still get paid like like a 12 day NBA contract when you get called up? Yeah, yeah. You so get that, the minimum, right? You get so pro, that's still pretty you get, good. You get the pro D, whatever that is, prorated. I don't know. Yeah, I just, you get the prorated minimum even, even when you're with, on a ten day contract. Even with Matt Thomas, you know, it's like the thing is, the second you go overseas, you don't know if uh, the opportunity is you know the opportunity you get to the NBA is not going to be there or not. Maybe. Um, yeah. For every um, Matt Thomas, but I could bring up Abdul Nader who is a very rich man now because of the time he spent in the D-League, too. So it's like or if you look at Nas Long, you know, yeah, he, you, if you, you just never produce, would have thought Nas yeah. would have been in the NBA, but he went, he produced, he, 
he he could have gone overseas and made bank, but decided to stick around and gave himself a shot and played in the NBA. I think definitely exceeded many, many, many people's expectations. And he was on the playoff roster. I mean, he. I mean, I, you saw him. Sit, I don't think he ever played. But Nader. Nader. I thought, yeah. Who were you talking about? Nader. Yeah, yeah. yeah Nader he was, was on the playoff roster. I don't think. He, yeah, Nader's a full-time member played. of the Celtics yeah, last uh, I mean, year, yeah, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, I'm almost positive that he yeah. was. He was a he was a full time member of them. So uh, it is good for him. I, it, it it is fun to watch all these guys kind of bouncing around. You'd, you'd like to see a little more. Um, solid, watch him solidify. Well, even, even, what to me, what's amazing? It's a really is hard he, league to be in. But McKay's even making money over yeah. there. So I mean. It's it's just insane to think that at one point we were watching Monte Morris, George Niang, um, Nazmeter Wong. Um, all these guys together on one roster. Yeah. Edgem's playing over there still. I mean, so, yeah. Burton, yeah. Burton's still in Korea? Yeah, yeah Burton was he putting is. up some massive numbers. Yeah. The last, last time, time I, I saw him, he did like one of those thunderous dunks, like from, looked like from the free throw yeah. line or something. Yeah, he's playing over there. I did think. he have his actual shoes on or did he have his Timberlands? It was actual shoes. Actual shoes. I think they have to wear. I think they pretty much have to wear uh, who they sign with when they're over there. But, uh. Yeah. Well, maybe he could get signed by Puma yeah. as well yeah. later on. All right. Um, other than that, it's been a really slow week. The James Kane news. We got that done. Cap City League. Uh, Zion Griffin out three to five weeks. Yeah. Meniscus with the, tear. With the meniscus thing. You might as well get out of the way now. Um, yeah. This is yeah. kind of bad. I mean, they are kind of banged up for being they middle are, but of June. But you're getting that drama out of the way yeah. now instead of yep. during the season like they did last year. There's, I mean, it's definitely better now. But man, for especially for a guy like Griffin, think about just how important this time is to get him ready for the season in terms of just getting to know what his rhythm or his role is going to be on the team. Getting in the weight room. I mean, you hit on it where. You thought, you know, you look at Taylor Horton Tucker and uh, uh, a few other of those freshmen yeah. that how important it was for them to to tack on weight. That's going to take away from that development time. No time is good time, but this is this is a little rough for, for him. Randy, when are, when is the football program going to release its new uniforms? I think haven't they already? Oh my gosh! I'm I just, thought they had. I'm just trolling you. I thought they had. I'm, I'm literally just trying to get a rise. <laughs> I know out you're of killing you. five minutes. I thought I thought they had done that already. Oh my gosh! I'll have to look into that. I don't know. I was the, up there got, the other day. I was talking to Matt Campbell, and it just slipped my mind. Commitment yesterday. Leonard Glass, athlete out of California. They continued to do the. Uh, western portion of the United States a little bit more. I love how, uh, you know, if uh, that some of these guys that are recruiting as athletes, where they see so much versatility in guys. Yeah. I mean, guys guys are kind of like the DeAndre Paynes that can do so much more than just that one position. Yeah. And they may not be done yet for the 18. Never know. What do you mean? I Well, no, they got a lot more guys. But they, don't they have for, like, for 18. Yeah. For this team coming oh, up. Oh, yeah. You're for talking like grad transfers up. or Maybe. something like that. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Because these guys are now starting to to um, um, get either get their grades in or or becoming um, – um, it's becoming known whether they're going to make it out of, out of summer school. Um, 
you know, like I, th- I think Jacob Parks in summer school, for example. So he's yeah. you know, kind of in There's a lot of that. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, this is about the time where, where okay, these guys are graduating, are, have used their summer school, and they're graduating, and boom, they're available. Thanks for being flexible today, guys. Uh, things get weird when the Cardinals have such an early game out on the East Coast. Randy Peterson, Tommy Birch, thanks to Monte Morris for joining us. Jenks, thank you. As always, coming up, the St. Louis Car- the Redbirds are on the road at uh, Philly tonight. Morning Rush coming up tomorrow at 6. Thanks for listening, 1460 KXNO.